0: If you've followed this channel for a while, you know my deep love for C.S. Lewis. Uh, A recent book that I just got uh, commemorates the 50th anniversary of his death, and it combines a whole lot of things that are really meaningful to me. Uh, And today I'd like to talk about those and also connect them to the season of Lent in which we find ourselves now. Stay tuned. (music) Hello, friends. Pastor Tim Westermeyer here, a Senior Pastor of St. Philip the Deacon in the western suburbs of Minneapolis. Good to be with you, as always. Sorry we missed last week. I was actually out of town on what has become an annual uh, getaway for me involving some golf and some hiking with my wife. Uh, maybe we'll show some pictures of that. Uh, it was very fun. It was. I would commend to everyone uh, getting outside of your normal routine every once in a while to get a little perspective, have a chance to rest. It was a wonderful trip. I will say, though, the golf began badly in the sense of the weather. The first day uh, we went to the course, this was in southwest Utah, uh, there were a number of guys together, and we drove to the course, and we could feel the temperature dropping and the snow starting to fall, and someone in my van said, you know, individually we're all far too smart to play on a day like this, but collectively we might just be dumb enough. And we were dumb enough, and as you will see from a picture we'll show here, um, it didn't end well. It was snow-covered greens by the second hole, so we gave it up. Anyway, uh, we had a nice time, but sorry uh, we took off last week. Actually, I'm not sorry. I'm glad we took off last week, but it's good to be back. So one of the books that I brought with me on my trip— uh, is a book that combines um, a whole lot of things that I love. It, it combines Westminster Abbey, it it, it combines um, typography and stone carving, and it also com- uh, is all about C.S. Lewis. This is a book um, published in oh gosh, I think I think it was uh, sorry, I should have looked that up. It was published in 2016. But what it commemorates is an event in November of 2013, uh, a specific date actually in 2013, November 22nd, 2013, which was the 50th anniversary of C.S. Lewis's death. And on that date, there was a service at Westminster Abbey. Most people are familiar with Westminster Abbey. That's where uh, Queen Elizabeth II's funeral was recently. It will be where Charles III's coronation is going to be in a few months. Um, and at Westminster Abbey, there's a, a corner uh, called Poet's Corner where there are a lot of s- stones, basically, uh, memorial stones commemorating poets, uh, among them Chaucer and Shakespeare and, yes, as of November 22nd, twenty thirteen. C.S. Lewis. And so we'll show a image of the stone that was laid that day. It was laid, by the way, by someone I know, Michael Ward, who actually it was a major force in in making that event happen uh, Michael Ward is the author of a book called planet Narnia he's actually been here at Saint Philip the Deacon for our faith and life series if we have a, a video of his talk a number of years ago we'll try to link to that um, he also uh, wrote a book or an introduction to a book called abolition of man by CS Lewis I've done a video about that book and we'll try to link to that as well so this book is edited by Michael Ward and there was a, there's an opening Q and A with him, um, and it's a very it's a it's a collection of events surrounding that service. So they had a, a conference where people came and they talked about Lewis's work leading up to that service at Westminster Abbey. Um, they had celebrations and so forth. And I, I'm obviously not going to read the whole book for you here. I would commend it to you, um, but I just want to lift up one. Paragraph from one uh, person reflecting on the service. Her name is Sarah Clarkson. Uh, I don't know Sarah. I um, believe she has a website called thoroughlyalive.com. Uh, so she was in attendance at this service um, and struck by it. And one of the things she writes, she basically, her point is, yes, C.S. Lewis's thought and his writing is powerful and meaningful, which of course it is. I mean, I'm a huge fan of his, his writing and his thinking. But her point is that it's meaningful and significant uh, because of the life he lived, because of the kind of person he was, or maybe said better, because of the person he allowed God to transform him Into, Uh, And so this Lenten season, we are still in the middle of Lent, and uh, we've talked before about how Lent is an opportunity for us to reflect on our own lives of faith, on what God is doing in our lives, of how God is transforming us, God is preparing us to once again celebrate uh, Christ's great sacrifice on the cross uh, and resurrection at Easter. and anyway, I, I was struck by the, the the sort of thought of this essay, and I'll, I'll just lift up this one short paragraph uh, that Sarah Clarkson what, that was that was her name, right? Yeah, writes here. She writes this: Anyone who spends many years loving God with heart, soul, mind, and strength will begin to grow mythic. In the end, she's uh, making the case that C.S. Lewis became mythic um, here, and and earlier in her essay, she she unpacks that word a bit. Anyway, the lines become clearer the longer you follow the master. Sin gets sloughed away. The soul grows crystalline with love and the light of Christ shines through. And then she quotes a poet, Gerard Gerard Manley Hopkins, um, uh, English Jesuit poet, the light of Christ shines through lovely to the Father in the features of men's faces. I love that. Lovely to the Father in the features of men's faces. Lewis practiced what he preached in his sermon, the weight of glory, perhaps his most famous sermon, I would commend that to you, and conducted all his dealings in such a way that his life was the slow becoming of Everlasting splendor. So, today, I guess, having just read this uh, and making my way through the rest of this book, I, get, I just want to once again give thanks for the testimony and the witness and the brilliance of C.S. Lewis and all that he's meant to so many and to me personally. And I also pray that this Lent, we, each of us, in our own way, might hear the voice of God and follow it so that we also might become mirrors of that same love of God back into the world. Thanks for being with me today. As always, be well, stay in touch, and God bless.